Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Monday, the 27th day in February of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, as always, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology. We're going to get started in the European Union. Officials in the European Union and people who work for the European Union have been told that they must, by March 15th, remove a popular social media app, TikTok, from their personal devices if they also use those devices for work. The EU has banned TikTok from their managed mobile devices over fears that the Chinese-owned firm, which is tied to uh, Beijing-based ByteDance, ByteDance owns TikTok. There's fears that TikTok could be compelled because it's owned by a Chinese company to provide users' data to the Chinese government for spying. The United States, Italy, other countries, and now the European Union have banned this. So what you need to know is that if you work for the European Union, you have until March 15th to remove the TikTok application from your personal device or cease using it for work functions. Those are your two options. It's unclear how the EU plans to implement this ban or check, but if you are a person who operates in good faith with your employer, it's worth deleting and not risking potential violations of this uh, act or decree by the European Union, because it, again, it is done because of legitimate fears that Chinese government could, in theory, compel TikTok through its parent company ByteDance to give your data to Beijing. We're going to move on. There is a new tactic being observed, and this tactic involves video games. So if you've ever played a game like Minecraft, Legend of Zelda, Mario Kart, Pokemon, Red Dead Redemption, and dozens of others, you should know that when you install these games on a computer, whether that's a Mac or a Windows machine, you could fall victim, unfortunately, to a criminal. There is a large-scale campaign aimed at malvertising. This is where you get ads unintentionally that are specific to the criminal. So you see pop-ups and ads you don't want to see, and those are generating revenue for the criminals. This latest campaign abuses the Chrome Loader extension. What happens is that there's an ISO file, which these video games commonly utilize, and it is done with another type of file extension called VHD. Now, VHD allows Windows to mount all of the files, essentially, that these video games need. And one of the things that these VHD files are doing is... Uh, Installing a hijacked Chrome Loader extension, which then pushes advertisements to you. So if you get advertisements that you don't want, it could be because criminals have hijacked a file used for your video games. And so you should be very careful about uh, when ads start in relation to when you install or update video games. Because the files for video games, especially if you get them from some shady third-party website, uh, can be poisoned. So the advice as always is that if you're going to get a file for a game, get it directly from the vendor and be aware and look out for when certain vendors could have been compromised in terms of the files that they manage so that you don't end up with ads that you don't want. 
We're going to move from video games to news. News Corp, that owns the Wall Street Journal, New York, New York Post, and several other media outlets, has reported that they had a cyber attack from what they are calling an advanced persistent threat actor. Now, it's unclear exactly who this actor was. Uh, experts are saying that it does not appear that the uh, intent here was to steal large amounts of personal data, but in January of 2022, News Corp today, done well not today, but just over the last couple days, has revealed that in January 2022 they became aware of an intrusion and News Corp quotes that they understand between February 2020 and January 2022, so for two years, an unauthorized party gained access to certain business documents and emails from a, quote, limited number of its personnel's account. Now, why this is interesting is because Wall Street Journal, New York Post, and other media outlets uh, do news. That's what they do. And they have to protect the sources of their news because globally there's an effort, particularly by governments that are totalitarian, to squelch or target journalists and their sources to keep stories from being leaked out. So this is a way by which for two years some criminal could have insight into what news was being pursued to be reported, who the sources were, and that can be really damning because it could instill fear in future sources and also it could allow governments that conduct misinformation to put out stories ahead of time to combat well, whatever the narrative of those stories from these particular uh, news outlets would be. So what you need to know is that your news, whether that's Wall Street Journal or New York Post, is owned by a larger company, that that company had a cyber attack that allowed some criminals to view all of the data that a, quote, limited uh, number of its personnel were conducting for two whole years. We're going to end today with television. Television is how many people get the news. And unfortunately, if you are a Dish Network customer, you likely have no service. There is a huge outage that seems to be impacting Dish Network's customer service, their satellite television provision service, as well as their uh, corporate VPN environment. So there's very little coming out from Dish Network proper other than that they have an internal systems error that is prohibiting them from servicing their customers, but they'll be back online shortly. But experts are saying this is well beyond the scope of an internal error. Their mobile app is down. Their center for calling when you need customer support is down. Um, and customers are saying that they can't access services. To make matters worse, employees are worried they're going to get paid because it's nearing the end of the month. And the employees can't access their job sites because the VPN is down. So all remote workers can't log into, well, work. And that's very problematic because there are multiple sources saying that they have been told that all of the desktop icons for Dish Network computers to service things are, quote, have blank icons, which is a hallmark of a ransomware attack. Now, we don't know if this is a ransomware attack. What we do know is that Dish Network is facing a serious outage. So if you can't access your app or your television or your internet, just know that it's because Dish Network is having a major issue, which could be ransomware and will likely find out sometime soon.
That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a most fantastic and outstanding Monday. It's going to be a great week, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett, signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's Tip of the Cap goes to a Canadian woman, Angela Rafuse. Now, uh, Angela is getting a sincere tip of the cap for starting a new initiative. She had a major issue when her grandfather was passing away, and that what happens to her grandfather's cat. And so she started an initiative to help those individuals who are nearing the end of their life or have passed away and have pets. So she's rehoming or helping these pets get adopted into new loving homes instead of uh, potentially being terminated. And she celebrated recently her hundredth rehome of an animal that would belong to an owner who either was about to or had passed away. So to you, Angela, for literally saving animals' lives amidst what is already often a tragic loss, a sincere tip of the cap, and please... Keep on animaling.